Uh, neener, neener, boo, boo. We're here and so are you. So you might as well like, subscribe and follow us. Otherwise, you'll have sores with... No, we're not going there. Um, one bit, You'll have bit. locusts. You'll have... Uh, you'll have... One bit, two bits, three bits, a dollar, all four. This is truly like, subscribe and follow. Hmm. See, follow, like follow. Oh, oh, oh I see. I, I thought you said holler. I was getting into the, the whole cheering thing. If you... Just don't put the skirt on again. If you would please like, subscribe, and follow us, we could stop this silliness and go right to the show, which is oddly more silliness. Your choice. This is True Really News with Scott Combs and Tony Vercanis. All the news you're about to hear is true. Really? As far as you know. The Brooklyn Park Police Department released information Monday. Hey, I know where they are. You do. They are the ones in Minnesota, right? Uh, yeah, this, this is Because this I'm figuring Minnesota. it could be a Brooklyn Park elsewhere. Yeah, well, probably. Like a tree grew in Brooklyn Park. <laughs> this is about a shooting at the Twin Cities Corn Maze in Brooklyn Park, a place I know. I've been there. How in heaven's name? Anyway, go ahead. Officers arrived on scene and located the victim, who was a 38-year-old male. The victim was able to meet officers at the entrance to the festival and medical aid was provided. They had him bite down on a piece of wood and then they wrapped their belt around his leg and, and, and then they grabbed a stick and no, that's, that's been work in memoriam. <laughs> the victim. I mean, suffered- you see it everywhere from, from old timey. Yep. Civil war movies. Yep. Up to now. current. Yeah, yeah Absolutely. All you need is a stick and something to wrap around there. <laughs> the victim suffered an upper leg injury and was transported. Wouldn't it be easier just hospital. to carry a python with you? It, we'll get to that later. Uh, oh, later episodes Never mind. This Never week. mind. Uh, the, the victim suffered upper leg injury. According to witnesses, he'd been near the corn pit prior to the incident. Okay. The victim was bending over at the waist okay. and removing corn from his boot. Okay. When the firearm he was carrying on his hip. Went bang? Discharged into his upper leg. Went bang. Mm-hmm. Investigators are currently working to determine what caused the firearm to discharge. I'm going to say fat rolls. No other, because if you've ever carried a sidearm, um, and especially if you've carried it inside your belt, yep. um, all kinds of odd things happen if you're more portly. All kinds uh, of uncomfortable things happen when you're portly. That's why I just carry a rifle wherever I go. No, no other injuries or property damage was reported. Festival resumed normal operation after the incident. <laughs> well, you know, as normally as you can, you're at a corn maze for heaven's sake. <laughs> Who shot you? Me. <laughs> huh? I, I don't actually know if this is humorous or just odd. Okay. Or just, huh. Larry is a 71-year-old retired insurance broker and a Donald Trump fan from Alabama. Hmm. Emma is a liberal 25-year-old graphic designer from New York City on social media. Odds are they could have, they would never, well, actually, they can't ever really bump into each other. Yeah, because they're from different places. No, they're not real. What? Each is a figment of BBC reporter Mariana Springs' imagination. See, she's created five fake Americans and open social media accounts for them. Part of her attempt to illustrate just how disinformation spreads on sites like Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Is there irony at work here? Yeah, I think there is because I I, I routinely 
watch the news and go, actually, I know something about that story. And what you just reported mm. is not what happened. No, I'm just wondering if she's trying to illustrate how disinformation works by cr- making up five people. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. Anyway, yes, how it impacts American politics. Yeah. Uh, this left spring, the BBC vulnerable to charges that the project is, shall we say, ethically suspect in using false information to uncover, you know, false information. Spring said, we're doing it with very good intentions because it's important to understand what's going on. Oh, lots of bad things happened with a sentence a lot like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's start with the media and their worldview and then move on to actual journalism. In the there isn't much anymore. Right. That's in the that, world of it's what I've been pitching about for the, what? How many years? Oh, calm, sorry. Calm. You're getting red in the head. <laughs> I'm a redhead. Well, no, when it goes past your face and gets to redhead, then we're <laughs> thinking heart attack or stroke. Well, then in the we're world, going after JB. <laughs> in the <laughs> hey, I saved him the last time. Yes, in the world is. of disinformation, the U.S. is the key battleground. She said, apparently having no clue that being false to find false is odd. Spring's reporting was has appeared on BBC newscast and website as well as a weekly podcast called Americast. It's the British view of news from the U.S. Um, do we care? No. no. She began the project in August with the midterm election campaign in mind, but hopes to keep it going through 2024's presidential bid. Mm-hmm. She worked with the Pew. Oh, there we go. Pew Research. Pew Research Center in the U.S. to set up the five archetypes. Besides the very conservative Larry, the very liberal Emma, there's Brittany, a more populist conservative from Texas. Gabriella, a large apolitical independent from Miami. <laughs> and Michael, a black teacher from Milwaukee who's a moderate Democrat. There is actually um, wow. probably no such thing. Um, to stereotype much? Uh, well, just, yeah, but that's how you got to do it. I think if you're going to do it, uh, 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 if you're going to do research like this, you're going to hit every stereotype. The thing is, I don't think five is enough to tell you to give you the info you want because you really have to. I'm not sure what kind of info you're going to get from there because it's all going to be slanted through your eyes, seeing whatever you're thinking they're seeing. Well, that's true. It's And it's always the problem with humanity, right? <laughs> Everybody can view the same thing and see something fairly different. Yeah. It's very odd. This is just one of those things that strikes me as who thought this was a good idea in the first place, but they hope to keep it going for another uh, two years because <laughs> they want to get to the, the next big election cycle in the U.S. Although Spring is not an idiot. She said, my job is to investigate misinformation and I've set up fake accounts. Believe me, the irony is not lost on me. Good. She's smart enough to be self-aware. Yeah. But- I'm wondering if she understands that it still skews what she finds anyway. It almost will, because that's almost what you're in the misinformation out. category, right? Because, right? Because exactly, it has to, because you're you're dealing in misinformation to just uncover misinformation, exactly, and which means five people have your view of how they are. Yes, if you're not a populist, you're making up what a populist would think. Yeah, if you're not a conservative, you're making up what a conservative would think, and well, or what you think for, a conservative would think. I, exactly, and basically picking on those two because she's in media so i'm guessing she has no clues to what they are well she's bbc so even less yeah all right right let's move on Oh man now we're never going to get on the bbc podcast site do they have one darn yes they do um 12 30 p.m are you ready hang on no offense man (laughs) 
<laughs> Flathead Beacon Police. Probably blotter. shouldn't have said that with a sarcastic tone, should I? Or a police blotter. Yes. No. Oh, fine. where are we at? Flatbush again? We're Flathead Beacon. Yeah, that one. Yeah. My brother used to live up in that area. Flatbush? Uh, no, Kalispell. And, Isn't and Flatbush in New York? Whitefish. What? Isn't Flatbush part of one of the New York? Yeah, it's in New York. It's in New York. Okay. 12.30 p.m., a soccer Your brother lived in New York? No, he lived in Wyoming or Montana or where the hell it was. It was someplace with sky everywhere. (laughs) The 12.30 p.m. (laughs) (laughs) I I worry about those places that don't have sky. A soccer parent accidentally dialed 911 while cheering on their kid's game. Sorry, no emergency. My child just made a play. I thought everybody should know. I, the worst part is you butt dial and then you hang up, right? Because right. they'll never know. So then they have to call you back and say, dude. Okay, listen. <laughs> Let me tell you, you should have seen the goal. I've taped yeah. it if you want to. 1.04 p.m. Some kids appeared to be hitting golf balls towards the school. Well, that's not that unusual. Were they hitting them well? <laughs> well, towards the school. So I'm guessing not. Yeah, not not really so hitting. golf prodigy is not on site. Yeah, yet. they would okay. be hitting. Hit I was excited balls. there for a moment thinking, you know. At a school. If maybe a bunch of golfers for the golf team. 3.33 p.m. A holstered gun was left in the middle of a parking lot. Huh? A holstered gun was yeah. left in the middle of a parking lot. It fell out of somebody's waistband because they didn't have the thing. And it's it was deal. their large. Again, it was lard that did it. 4.41 p.m. A wife, I hope it was a scrawny lady that just yeah. fell out by accident. <laughs> a 4.41 p.m. A wedding attendee accidentally dialed 911 and said, apparently my kid did something really good on the hockey rink. I could, that could happen in Minnesota. I could see that, that could, here. Is, yeah. 6.36 p.m. So Why are you doing that from a wedding, though, is what I don't. Yeah, exactly. Six. Well, I was just trying to connect it to the. Kids game, the soccer parent. Or, oh, you whatever. made the last part up. Yeah. So yes. that would be misinformation. That, this is. A, Whereas we pride ourselves on truth. Really? Justice and the American way. Well, these Much are. Much like the original Superman before he got milk toasty. <laughs> these are. These are stories. They're true stories. More usually or less. We'll, we'll give them a bit of a twist. That's true. <laughs> But usually that's most of the time. You don't really even have to. It's yeah. It's fairly blatant when we twist them. Yeah. Right. Uh, 6.36 PM. Some individuals on dirt bikes were burning rubber in the parking lot. Ooh, that causes a smell. And at 7.48 PM. Like Springfield's tire fire. That must be just amazing. (laughs) Right. Some kids were playing raise it. Were. I mean, 7.48. Nice going, potty mouth. I can hardly wait to find out what you use there. Some kids were raising... I go with the Roadrunner, Mimi. <laughs> 7.48 p.m. Some kids were raising hell by the post office. There, I'm done. I'll say. I think we should all be done now. This has gone on long enough. Let's put people out of their misery for today. Oh, my God. Yeah, say goodbye, Alice. And a boy. This is True Really News. Send email to TITR at netradio.network.